Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? This is Brenda Eshen Shoshana with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And here I am back again every week, another day, the same day, a different day. I, maybe we should call it Zen Moments, which is what our everyday life is, moment by moment by moment. One moment, and then the next moment. All together, stringing together like a necklace of pearls. One pearl after the next, looking like it's a necklace. One moment after the next. And we call it a day, a life. So many days, so many moments. And yet each moment is really complete within itself. This moment, complete. So the the topic for our talk today, for the episode today, is called Your Shell or The Shell of Discontent. Mm. You could also call it, as the great Zen master Yuan Wu said, The Shell of Unawareness. Incredible, incredible image the shell of unawareness. We suffer so much. We struggle so much. We're so worried these days. What's going to happen next? Who's going to do what? How are things going to go? I've heard many people say, oh, I can't do anything until I see how things are going to go. What's going to happen next? As if the circumstances of our lives become our master, they are the ones that are dictating our actions our plans. Now, on the one hand, of course, on the relative level, that's understandable. But in Zen practice, we take a very different attitude, a different stance or position toward what's going to happen next, what's going on, the endless, endless chain of conditions and circumstances that we are faced with not only now where things are very acute and unexpected, so of course this is a great time for Zen practice. I mean, every time is a great time, but this time everything is so vividly changing and unrooted right now that we are almost thrust into the arms of Zen practice unwittingly, whether we know it or not. Whether we realize it or not, that's what's happening. We are being given a huge opportunity to deal with flux, change, impermanence, and our deep, deep search for safety and security. And the fact that we have been searching for it or clinging to it in all the wrong ways, in all the wrong places. Now, by wrong, I don't mean right and wrong. I don't mean blame yourself. I mean in a way that has not given us that peace, that security, that knowingness that we long for deep down inside. Because circumstances, that's what they are. They just change. They're change itself. Change itself. But we don't see that deeply, deeply, thoroughly, clearly enough. We may get glimpses of it. And then we immediately wipe out the glimpse so we begin to grieve terribly, a loss. And of course, all that grief, all those emotions, they're natural, but they do rise up in front of us as veils, as filters. 
which prevent us from clearly being with the truth and the reality of what's going on. So Zen practice is, of course, as I say again and again, about being with the truth, the cosmic truth, the universal truth, the simple facts and reality of what's going on in our world right now. And right now is always, actually, as we begin to penetrate through this shell of discontent or this shell of unawareness, things become really clear, much more clear, much more vivid, much more workable, and and even much more beautiful. Something that might have looked very, very painful will look very beautiful when we see it in its entire context. Now, let's go back again for a moment to our shell of discontent. What causes it? Meaning that we're living our lives not in the world, but in a shell of our own making. We're like a little insect that's crawled into a shell and scared to come out. And maybe we make that shell harder and harder around ourselves so to ward off all the stimulation that comes, all the events that change, all the news that we don't want to hear. So we crawl into a shell. I love that image because it's a very vivid image, a very clear image, crawling into our shell and living in there, trying to find some kind of peace within our shell. But when we say the shell of discontent or the shell of unawareness, what we're also saying and pointing to is the fact that unawareness, and and of course a shell has to block out awareness because it blocks out the light, it blocks out reality. So it's filled with our hopes, our thoughts, our beliefs, our dreams, our imagination, our fantasies, with all that goes around and around in the shell, of course. (laughs) And that's why it's fueled by discontent. Because as we linger in those worlds of what we believe should happen and who we want to be and all our dreams and our longings and our images, naturally we can only be discontent because those dreams and hopes are, are never what actually is right now. It's just something we've made up and it goes on and on. It could be called karma. It could be called the imaginary world. But it, it, we, we dwell there. We dwell there. And it creates a blindness and awareness and an unwillingness to step out of the shell, even for a few moments, and see what really is going on out there. That's so interesting. We're so afraid of letting ourselves out of that darkness, out of that shell. And we don't really realize that where the, the, the discontent, the panic, the fear, the loneliness is, is by dwelling inside and not coming out. The sense of disconnection, isolation, which we hear so much, I'm so isolated. Actually, our isolation isn't from being 10 feet away from each other or for staying quarantined in a place or being in one place for a long time, that is not what causes isolation or loneliness. 
at all. We can be completely alone in our house and be completely connected to the whole world, especially when we're doing zazen. I find that happens so much when we do zazen. And that's an interesting koan, how come? How come? When we do zazen, it looks like we're in a shell. We're sitting, we're not moving, we're practicing, we're within. Looks like we're deep within a shell, but in fact, the more we sit, the more we really are not lonely, the more we are at one with the world, with everyone, with everything, filled with goodwill, often. How come? It's confused. It looks, it's upside down. It's opposite from the way we think. Opposite from the way we think. Because our, where is this world that we feel so isolated from usually? We think it's outside of ourselves somewhere and we can't get there. We can't reach it. We can't visit someone. We can't hug them. We can't touch them. So we're separate from them then. No, 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 no. We're not separate from anything. Nothing. Nothing. We're not even separate from the shell that we're putting up around ourselves. Nothing. And as we sit in Zazen, that becomes more and more vivid and clear that this sense of isolation and separation is caused by the shell that we put ourselves in, by the discontent, by the fantasies, by the images, by the ideas, by, by the judging, the evaluating. This is right, this is wrong, this is good, this is bad. On and on and on, an endless stream of separation and of loneliness, and of discontent. Because all those feelings and thoughts keep us locked, trapped, just trapped inside that shell. And that is what is causing us this endless suffering, the endless suffering. So even if something good might happen, something that we call good, some gain, some positive moment, it passes as it must, as it has to. I'm not saying not to enjoy it, of course, but not, but clinging to it, but thinking this is the real world. No, 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 no. It's not the real world that we actually need and long for, and that which will take us out of this shell of unawareness, this shell of discontent. So this Zen practice is a practice of awareness, of stepping out into what actually is here, this moment. What's here minus, <laughs> minus all our reactions to it, our demands of it, our conf- so-called confusion about it. Forget the confusion, it's right here. The confusion is just a way not to see what's here, not to love what's here not to be present with and to be one with what's here. So little is actually needed, but it's so different from the way we are conditioned, trained, and the way our karma takes us on such a wild ride. When we sit down on the cushion, we're saying, no more, enough, okay. I've lived in my shell of discontent or my shell of unawareness long enough. Thank you. Now let me go into 
a new place. Let me, let me enter and see where this suffering, this discontent, this loneliness is really coming from. Do I have to be always in that state? No. Because the breathtakingly simple and beautiful truth is that once awareness enters, or once light enters, light, awareness, and we are all filled with awareness. We are awareness. Once we welcome it, once we become it, once we activate it, nothing, nothing is the same. Nothing is the same. We cannot possibly be trapped any longer then in this shell of unawareness, of dreams, of, of anger, of demands, of madness. Because it's certainly, certainly, as we can see now, one of the most difficult aspects of what we're going through is the world is, is a sense of madness. There was a great poem I used to love by Yeats, The Center Does Not Hold. Chaos, madness is upon the earth. The center does not hold. The center, which is clarity, awareness. Everything is, and now nobody knows what's true, what's not true, what's right, what's wrong, what to believe, what not to believe. Well, forget about believing anything. Just return, return to the depth of the truth of who you are and who you always were. Leave the shell of unawareness. Open your eyes and see for yourself. And that is what Zen practice is. It's actually the most revolutionary thing you can do. The big, the greatest revolution is to go from the shell of unawareness and pain and hypnosis to a life of awareness, of clarity. This is something that transcends good and bad, right and wrong, being controlled, not being controlled. Nothing can control you. Nothing when you are at one with the mind that knows the way. Could call, we call that Buddha. We call that God. We call that the divine spirit. We have many names for it, but the name is not the actual experience of that clarity and, and that rootedness. Become rooted in your real life. When you're, when you're wrapped up in your shell of discontent or unawareness, you're not rooted in who you are or in your real life. And Zen is saying, come join me in the real world. Let's walk together in the real life that has been given to you with the true mind of awareness, balance, clarity, true compassion. Come on, let's go. <laughs> so that's the talk for today. Um, so wonderful to be with you and thank you so much for your emails. Love sharing with you back and forth, back and forth. Uh, someone asked me an incredible question last week and actually I was going to talk about it today and yet this came very strongly to be spoken about, the shell of unawareness. So I hope that next week I can address this person's question. And it was really very connected to this comments today. She asked about 
getting older, getting old, losing what she thought was her beauty. And the whole process of facing old age. This is what I got a wonderful, wonderful question about that. And I will definitely speak of that. But again, all of those thoughts, I'm not beautiful, I'm old, I'm going to die. All of those thoughts, thoughts, thoughts rock us when we are living in the shell of honor, when we're not aware, when we're just living off our thoughts and beliefs the way a baby lives off milk. But it's not good milk we're drinking. These are illusions. These are thoughts. These are ideas. This is not living in the truth of who you are and connecting with your own enormous beauty at any age, (laughs) at every age. What is age? What happens? So we identify so much with the physical passing world. We'll go more into this next week. I thank you for listening. The The URL for this podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. And this is Brenda Eschen Shoshana joining you from here. Still out in the woods, looking at the deer, feeling a little rain today. Sending great good wishes for, for, for practice, for practice to all. If you want to reach me, contact me, have an email or any question, you can reach me at topspeaker at yahoo.com. Thank you and have a great day.